Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up. Challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. Um, We are really, really close to boot camp. Do you realize that? Yeah. I realize that. We're we're right there. We're only, how many eaves do you know, Robbie? I didn't didn't ask you ahead of time. Eight eaves, if I'm not mistaken. Well, four, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, you're right. Wednesday. So, yeah, four eaves. For Eve's they okay, yeah. Boot camp Eve, 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 Eve. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're there. I was wrong. And so, if you haven't registered, you better go register. Rodney, have you registered? No. Okay, Danny, have you registered? I have registered. I have. Yeah, Jim, I know you have. Have you ever <laughs> to register before? <laughs> no, Robbie's registered. I have. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'd say. Most of us have. Most of us have been obedient. Most of us have, not Rodney, though. And that's masculinejourney.org in case you're going, oh, man, I, I need to go do <laughs> yeah. that. You, know, you definitely need to go register. It, it's coming up. It's going to be an amazing time. And, and we're working on a uh, Let me serious, just throw in one other plug please, about that. throw in whatever you want. My brother is going to be there. Yeah. Okay. And anybody in my family will tell you, if you think Robbie's funny in the least bit, my brother's twice as funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... How and fun. two times zero is how much? <laughs> yeah, that's odd times odd. You ought to know that. Yeah, I anyway. often say Robbie's funny the least bit. <laughs> so that's right there. <laughs> See, my brother got all the all the funny genes. No, no, and it, so it, he's going to be there. My brother Mark, I'm so yeah. excited, and his grandson is going to be there too. And corn. Oh, you know, one of the things you get to do if you come to boot camp is you get to hang out with corn. That's a good time. It is. Yeah, it's real life. You'll learn some things. <laughs> yeah, in real life. You'll see some things, too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he bringing anything with him this time? Oh, you can count on it. Oh, yeah. He's got knapsacks full of stuff. Oh, that's awesome. For the 10. Oh, and yeah. And who knows the roadkill he may find along the way. That is awesome. Yeah, you can't miss that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so with Boot Camp coming up, we started last week this small little series of, of a talk that Andy's doing, and it was kind of his idea, I think. And so we did the first show last week on setting up the core desires of a man's heart. And then we did a battle to fight. It's the pillars of the core desires. It it is. It's (laughs) the pillars. But but I love the fact that Andy didn't show up. Yeah. But that's true to masculine journey form right there. Yeah, Yeah, it is. You know, and I think that somewhere in those core desires is be on time and be where you're supposed to be. (laughs) Should be a core desire somewhere there. But uh, no, Andy had a, a conflict today and he told us about it. So we're we're covering for him, but Robbie has done this talk a time or two, and so he, he's he's really good to carry us all along the way. And so we're moving into the adventure to live in, in this segment, and then in the after hours, we'll do a beauty to rescue. 
Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing thing that the idea is we were made in God's image. And, and you know, I, I got teased about this last week, but John Eldridge, right, he said about that idea, you know, it's one of the first things that God speaks to man and, and you know, and says, you know, let's make man in our image, male and female. And so he says that's one of the most important things in Scripture you'll ever see. And the reason it is, is it's so much of an answer to why we are the way we are. Mm-hmm. And as we begin to analyze what really will make you pull over to the side of the road and cry that you didn't see coming is your heart, right? There's, there's things in your heart that you really are more than your brain can get a hold of. Well, the, the real action biblically happens in your heart. And so by understanding that your heart is made in the image of God's heart, is, is a significant treasure hunt. And so the whole idea of the masculine journey in so many ways is it's a treasure hunt that if we could get a really good look at God's heart, we could get a good look at our own heart. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in doing so, we can kind of see, you know, wow, no wonder, right? We talked about last time, you know, a battle to fight, that when you see somebody getting picked on, that it rises something up in you. Or if you watch a movie, you know, that's, that's recreating, you know, D-Day, that something rises up in there that you want to fight for the underdog and that, that kind of thing. And so these movie clips or parables, as Jesus was telling, are like a smelling salts that are meant to awaken. And in fact, much of what we're doing then the first night at boot camp is let's awaken these desires that God put in us because that's a big part of figuring out where we are on the journey is to see where our heart really wants to guide us. And so we, we've isolated those into these three main categories that we talked about, a battle to fight. So the next one we're going to talk about now is an adventure to live. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't have to go very long to see that in the book of Genesis, God put man, right? He, he made him in the wilderness. And then he, he and, and when you think about what we're, you know, originally man was in the wilderness, and so think about why you love to be outdoors, why you, why you like a mountain scene, why it is that you like to be out in the ocean, the wild, huge waves, all these things we were meant, right? Not to sit in a lazy boy, <laughs> but, you know, God didn't invent man and put him in the mall. You know, he didn't say, here, here you go. This is, here, here's a nice office cubicle for you, sir. You know, Adam didn't go in a cubicle. <laughs> You know, they, he put him in a wild earth because we, it was what our heart needed in order to test us to see if we had what it took, which, you know, gets you where you want to go. So they were, we're going to set that up today. Yeah, and we're going to get to our first clip, and this is from City Slickers. It's, uh, what, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pro- well, probably at least. Maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up when we're listening to the clip, maybe. But, uh, no, this is from City Slickers. And in the scene, you've got the old rugged cowboy Curly who's out, you know, he's a trail boss. He's leading these, these people that come in for an adventure. They're paying for a weekend adventure at a, a, a what do they call it? Uh, it's a camp. I can't, I, I, can, I, I get cattle, stuck. Cattle a dude drive. ranch. Eh? Cattle drive, dude ranch. Thank you. I couldn't think of what it was. But and yeah. there's some dudes. There's some dudes, right? And so you know, these people come in, they pay, pay for this vacation for a couple weeks, and, and they experience life as a cowboy. And so... They're out riding, and there's Mitch and Curly, and I want you to listen to their interaction, and we'll come back and talk about it. <laughs> What's so funny? You city folk, you worry about a lot. Yeah. My wife basically told me she doesn't want me around. She read it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, how old are you? 
39. Yeah. You all come off here about the same age, same problems. Spend about 50 weeks a year getting knots in your rope, and then, then you think two weeks up here will time for you. None of you get it. Do you know what the secret of life is? No, what? This. Your finger? One thing. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean That's great, but what's the one thing? That's what you got to figure out. I like about that clip is, you know, you got Curly that's kind of figured life out. But when I think about Billy Crystal's character, one of the things, I was at a, a meeting this last week um, at a, a church leadership meeting. And, and the conversation turned to everybody that just about everyone knows in the group is feeling incredibly overwhelmed right now. And overwhelmed, you know, it, part of that comes from being caught in COVID for so long, right? And we gave up adventure. And, and when you hear Curly talk about, you know, you spend all year long and then you come up here and in two weeks you think you're going to, you know, unwind all the knots that you put in. And, and that's what we do with our vacation time, right? But God made our heart for so much more. For, for adventures, not just one a year, not just, I'm going to go do this for the weekend. It, it, it's in a, a life of adventure. Yes, we still have to be tent makers like Paul, and we have to do things to earn a living, but our life should be more about the adventure, and that's what God calls us to. And, and when we don't live in that adventure, you have Mitch and his friends that life just seems so incredibly overwhelming. Right? If you feel overwhelmed, get outside. You know, maybe that's going to help. Oh yeah, I mean it's. I go on a walk actually every day if I can, and usually I can, and and in that hour, you know, you try to connect with God because if you think about what God had for almost anybody, you look in the Bible, He took them on adventure from Abraham, right? Let's go move out of your country. You take Moses. Oh my goodness, he he went on a bit of an adventure. We can find out more on that. <laughs> and then oh, Paul, like the poster child. I mean, think about. You know, he was shipwrecked, beaten, this, that, and the other. If God takes you somewhere, he goes on adventure. But the idea actually behind Kingdom Pursuits originally when I started that radio show was I noticed um, in my own experience on the radio that if you're obedient to God and where he takes you and, and, and he's going to test you, right, to see if you have what it takes, then, oh, my goodness, you know, you're going to be in for some adventure. And um, as I would interview people that wrote a book or they did a movie or whatever it was, you know, next thing they knew, you know, God had in places stretch their comfort zone way, way, way out because that's, that was what was adventure was meant to do was grow your faith, right? In order to have a testimony, you got to have a test. And if you don't ever get out, <laughs> you know, and that lazy boy, you know, there ain't a lot of testing going on. There's not, and as you were talking, I was thinking about, the disciples, and when you walk with Jesus, you're on an adventure. Oh, my goodness. All the things that they saw and they did and were a part of, you know, the storms that come up in life, you know, they, they saw that. The, the warfare, they saw that firsthand. They, they saw legalism firsthand. I mean, they saw all of that. Every bit of that was on the adventure with Jesus. And so why do we think it's going to be any different for us when we go on the adventure with Jesus? Right? We're going to face those same things. And, and Jesus even says that, right? You know, you're going to have trouble. I mean, that's the paraphrase, obviously. But there's going to be storms in your life. 
right? Things aren't going to be easy. And, and being on that adventure with him is risky and all those things. But, oh, my gosh, it makes you alive. Now I think about that. That's a really cool picture, Sam, as I pictured more of that. You know, you get to see a woman crack open her vial of oil, right? Yeah. You, you, I've gotten to see that. Right, Danny? Yeah. You, I'm thinking you <laughs> well, want me to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that would be the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, in uh, the last few weeks, you know, I love the story of the, the, the lady with the alabaster box, Mary. And you know, her heart was alive. And because she came in to worship Jesus, and she didn't care. She interrupted a, a men's Bible study or watching <laughs> ESPN, whatever they were doing. And, you know, she could have been stoned to death. But, you know, God came after her heart. And, and to me, that alabaster box represents my heart and those things that are precious to me. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. If you'd like to uh, go to the boot camp, let's go to masculinejourney.org to register. It's coming up November 17th and 20th. That's just this next week, people. So go register. We'd love to have you there. God would love to have you there. Register now, masculinejourney.org. Talk to you after the break. How did uh, God remind you who you were at boot camp? Oh, in so many different ways. From beginning to end, you better expect God to show up because he's going to show up. If you give him the time, he's going to show up big at this boot camp. It's so important to me that I'm going to drive 550 miles to get there. You can spend three days laughing with your brothers, fishing, shooting. It don't get no better than that. And then you're given time to spend time with God, and he will talk to you with the brothers, friends, the things that you're taught, and the things that you think about. Just amazing experience all the way around. What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. I think sometimes as men, we feel like we're on our own and we've got to do everything ourselves and the weight of the world is on our shoulders and it's our job to fix everything and make everything right and have all the answers. And I think when you come here, you just get really honed back in and reminded that God really is for us, Mm -hmm. that a, a good father helps you and a good father make sure you have all the tools you need and the good father comes through for you when you need him and you just feel less alone register today at masculinejourney.org So uh, remind me to turn off Jim's mic whenever we start to play, play a clip that he, a bump that he likes. But well, welcome back to Masculine Journey. Sorry, I forgot what we were doing for a minute. We were just kind of looking at Jim as he was singing along with the uh, uh, with the uh, clip there. But that's Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, yeah, born to be wild, right? Yeah. And so it's all about adventure, and you can't listen to that bump if you're of a certain age, at least my age, and and maybe older. That you can't hear that and and just get your heart pumping, doesn't it, Jim? It does indeed. And that was part of my the beginning of my adventure last week. When you get old enough, it's an adventure just to get on a ship that's a quarter, well, a fifth of a mile, between a fifth and a quarter of a mile long, and walk around it. But the first night of karaoke, I sang that to honor a friend that had died since then. And 
I'll never because I'd done it for him a long time ago, and I'm just got somebody fired. But <laughs> but that was a uh, wonderful adventure. We went to Haiti and Dominican Republic, and I walked so far I rubbed two toes half off. So yeah, well, you better take care of that. We we need you at boot camp. So, <laughs> uh, we are talking about adventure. And so that was an adventure that you were on. And so we are talking about the Adventure of Boot Camp, what's coming up next week. We want you to be there. It's going to be an amazing time. No pressure. Just know that God has some pretty amazing things for you. Um, we have some more clips on adventure. Robbie, you got one. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. It's called Cool Running. It's from that movie, Cool Running, which was a Jamaican bobsled team. And there's some things about that. I mean, it seems self-explanatory that it's going to be an adventure if you're living in Jamaica and you want to learn how to be a bobsledder. <laughs> but, you know, got John Candy played this amazing coach that actually had had a moral failure that had led to him, you know, being disgraced. And he, you know, it was his dream, obviously, to to be reinstated. And so he got a chance through the Jamaican bobsled team. And then they're going on something that they never thought they would ever be capable of, which, again, is going to show them and being tested. But there's one part of this clip that I want you to hear. It's kind of tucked in near the end where you hear the, the, the lead driver of the Jamaican bobsled team says, how will I know when I'm enough? Which, you know, that's so much the question so many of us have is, you know, do I have what it takes and whatever? And so adventures, as you are obedient to God and you go, you know, and, and what the answer John Candy as a coach says to him is you'll know when you cross the finish line. And, and so go ahead and play the clip, but listen to that. How will I know when I'm enough? Always remember, your bones will not break in a bobsled. <laughs> no, no. They shatter. So, who wants in? We're looking for a sponsor for the first Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> Their dream was to compete in the Olympics. But they chose a sport they knew nothing about. Great. Very good. In a climate they had never been. This is the true story of four unlikely athletes. How about I beat your butt right now? How about I draw a line down the middle of your head so it looks like a butt? Who weren't prepared for what they were about to face. Why don't you put some training wheels on that sled? Leave the Bob said into the real man. You have no business here, Jamaica. People are always afraid of what's different. Now, 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 now! God! But they found in each other. Do you really expect these Jamaicans to qualify? The courage to give it their all. Not only are they going to qualify, they're going to turn some heads doing it. I see pride. I see power. And they took the whole world along for the ride. Is to follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Walt Disney Pictures presents. I am feeling very Olympic today. A story for anyone who dares to stand out in a crowd. I didn't come up here to forget who I am and where I come from. And everyone with the courage. Cool Yes! To stand up for their dreams. How will I know if I'm enough? When you cross that finish line. Where did these guys come from? Jamaica! You'll know. Cool Runnings. So what are we going to name this sled? Tallulah. <laughs> <laughs> Tallulah. That's my mother's name. Tallulah. Tallulah. So yes, the, at the end of the movie, you know, spoiler alert, okay, at the end of the movie, you know, they finally do make a name for themselves. And they are, it looks like they actually have a chance to finish 
you know, in the top three or something. But unfortunately, due to the fact that their sled was, you know, secondhand, et cetera, et cetera, the, the sled falls apart in the last curve and crashes. Uh, no fault of the, of the team. They were having an amazing run. But what they did, rather than quit, is, is they, you know, lifted up the sled and they marched across the finish line to the mm -hmm. crowd just absolutely cheering with the point being that it wasn't about winning, right? It was about finding out, you know, do you have what it takes? And, and, and it's, it's such a beautiful picture of what adventure was meant to be. And, and so as, you know, I've had a chance to do this talk. I've had a chance to really think about those adventures that you uniquely have always wanted to do, right? You, you, since you were a kid, you wanted to do it. And, and, and those things that God has put there. Because his heart is full of adventure. God's a risky God. He, he gave you free will after all, you know. So, you know, one of the things that he put in my heart was I wanted to sail um, from the, you know, from Florida to the Bahamas. In order to do that, you know, I needed to, to get my license on a bigger sailboat. And, and, and so I had an opportunity to go rent and, and get my license for a bigger sailboat in, in Tampa one time. And my daughter was about 14. <laughs> And so we take this, we take this sailboat out into the um, Tampa Bay, and we go under the big bridge, and we're out in the ocean and sailing. And I'm having the time of my life. My daughter was bored to tears. She was like, "Why did you put me on? You know, this this horrible thing. You know, it was just like, how could you do this? My wife and I, we were having a good time. Well, as we're coming back in the last day, um, we we came under the bridge and we got a radio call that's saying there's a big storm coming up you've got to come in right now because the way the bay is that it gets really rough and it's very narrow where a sailboat with a big keel can go you got to be in the channel because if you send a, a sailboat aground right in a in a storm it flipped it over and you're in bad you're in bad trouble so you've got to make it in the channel and the storm gets big you don't you can't find the buoys so we're coming in the channel and everything looks beautiful. But the second we cross under the bridge, I mean, I don't know how to put it other than all hell broke loose. I mean, it just did. And there was lightning and there was thunder and huge waves and wind and rain. And it's pouring down and these two waves come over the bow of the sailboat where my wife and my daughter were, you know, with their feet dangling like you would, you know, and I'm trying to get the sails down because, you know, like you, you don't, you know, this is like the weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed, you know. And I was the fearless crew at this point in time, and I was okay. We're one, you know. And my wife doesn't swim. I she and she didn't have a life preserver on. This whale come, wave comes crashing across the bow, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So I get her into the back into the boat. I get on a life preserver, you know, da 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 da. And my daughter was like, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. She says, should I call my friends and tell them I'll never see them again? Because. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you see a wave come over the bow, I mean, like one of these big waves, and the thing, sailboats are self-bailing, so it didn't have me as freaked out as it certainly did my family at that, as far as the wave. What freaked me out is I didn't know I was going to find the buoy because I couldn't see over the waves to see where the buoy was, and the boat was going from left to right that I couldn't see the compass to see what heading it was on. So I actually got everybody in Life Preserver, sent my wife and daughter back out on the bow so that they could try to see the buoys. <laughs> I say all this to say that when we got home, like obviously we did, I'm here to tell you the story. I didn't lose either of my kids, my, my, my wife or anything. <laughs> the, 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 the most boring time of her life turned into the, 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 like she'll never forget this story. Like 
you know, I'll never forget the time that we were in this. And the whole thing seemed like the worst part of the trip would be this horrible storm, but it was the best part of this trip, trip because we all found out, right, that we had what it took. It was one of those things. It was a faith stretcher. Thanks, Robbie. The, um, Andy likes to bring up the point on adventure that there, there's three different types of adventures that God will take you on, and, and they're all important for different reasons. <clears throat> you have casual adventures. And it's like when you go out fishing, hunting, those types of things, things that you enjoy doing, right? That's an adventure with God out in, out in nature. And, and it has its place and it's important. It's not trivial, right? And so it's important to have those. There's also critical adventures. And that's like my work and how I provide for my family. Or maybe it's hunting to get food, you know, for the family because that's the only thing they're going to have to eat. That becomes from casual to critical, right? And then there's um, crucial adventures and that's really your ministry your calling kind of thing and god will take you on all those um, and he does continuously right and, and sometimes what we first lose sight of is the casual adventures and we kind of let those go i don't have time to really go fishing this weekend i don't have time to do that or you know there's my great second nephew's birthday party i got to go to kind of thing and and i can't go do anything Right, And then all of a sudden we start to lose that taste of adventure and then it creeps into the other aspects of our life. right? And all of a sudden that, that work that was exciting and invigorating becomes overwhelming and tiring. Right? And I can't even think about my calling or what God has for me because I can't get out of all the other stuff I have to do. And so when you start to let those adventures slide, you really start to risk everything that makes your heart really come alive in that area. Right, And so I know that there's a lot of people who say, well, that's just really silly that you want to go out and do these things. Well, yeah, you can't go ignore your family. I'm not saying that, but you got to have some time for you or it will be a soul-killing experience. I think the difference is in Colossians 3 where it says, whatever you do in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, to the Father through him. And, and what that means to me is that when I'm engaged with God, everything is an adventure. It, it flips the, the tables because work doesn't become as mundane when I know God and I have left the house on an adventure that day, whatever I'm doing. And so I think that's the difference is, you know, all of a sudden you become alive, you get your heart back, and you, you are engaged in life because, you know, Jesus is on board. Thank you, Danny. We have an adventure for you coming up for the boot camp. It's coming up next weekend. All you need to do is go register at masculinejourney.org. If you need help financially, please reach out to us. We'll find a way to get you there. If you're available and want to come, we will help you get there and get in there. Get into the the camp. Masculinejourney.org. We're going to go over and talk about the uh, beauty rescue next and that's going to be on the after hours and so what you do is you go to your favorite podcast location stream it on there download it you can listen to beauty to rescue and please join us next week and we'll be talking about the boot camp that will be live from boot camp next week don't miss that one this is the truth network